Hi, my name's Judy. And I'm Ceci. And together we are Two, Two Girls, Girls on, on a Mic. Elevator music. Welcome back to Two Girls on a Mic. Today we actually have a really special guest. Our girlfriend. Stop. <laughs> Fabby. Hello. Do you wanna do you wanna introduce yourself? Okay, well I have allergies <laughs> at the moment. Uh, my name's Fabby. I'm their girlfriend. I complained to them that I wanted to be in an episode and they didn't, <laughs> they didn't mention me in the first episode and I was mad. And now I'm here. Yes. <laughs> You're our first special guest outside of our boyfriend. Yeah. And husband. <laughs> so now um, it's our girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, it's our girlfriend. <laughs> so um I think we're just gonna jump on in because Fabby, you know, she has the hookups at a certain place. Oh yeah. So we decided to make it a toxic work environment, <laughs> but with a twist, <laughs> which we'll go into right now. <laughs> All right. So what is a toxic environment? What do you, Fabi, think defines a to- toxic work environment? I think leaving the place that you're at with stress, depression, and alcoholism. Oh, wow. Is that from personal feelings? Me, I start crying. (laughs) This turns into therapy for Fabi. (laughs) Yeah, I think just hating going to work every day more than usual and leaving depressed every day and stressed out and with an alcohol problem. Mm, Okay. What about you, Ceci? What do you think? Um, I would say... Similarly, you know, if it starts affecting you outside of work, where you're stressed about it, thinking about it when you're not supposed to, when you're not on the clock, Mm -hmm. that's what I would think is a toxic work environment. Yeah, I agree with both of you. I think definitely when it starts affecting your outside life, your personal life, where you're bringing work home, that definitely carries not just your personal life, but if you have a significant other, like then you can have problems because of your work, so... I definitely think both of you are on point with that. So we all took a quiz about our workplace environment. It can either be our current, our past. So for me, I chose my present and it came back at a 49%. Per the quiz, it is at a neutral neutral level. Um, Ceci, you want to share your score? Yes, I got a 64%. It's still neutral. I think it's pushing the, like, going into toxic, mm-hmm. which I figured because... It's a retail. It was toxic, but not like to the point where it was annoying me up until the end when I did quit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Fabi, yours actually came back at a 46%, which it is a healthy work environment. I think just borderline neutral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mine's my current job. Mm, okay. Looks, I mean, looks like it, you're, you're in a healthy work environment, but just like barely yeah. making it there. It's the drinking. okay so i want to share like i've been in a toxic work environment and it's in my current job it was actually me working in uh, customer service like dealing with the public which can take a major toll on you so props to all you like customer service like retail workers like you deal with a lot i've been there i fucking hated it (laughs) (laughs) so i used to work for this contract uh post office station and the work environment there was fucking horrible i was there for seven long as years i developed a drinking problem i would go home and get 
Like, I would get drunk every day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Tuesdays, I would go to the bar, get shit-faced. I was in hell, like... I think you talked about this in one of the earlier episodes. Yeah, work was was horrible. I would come home, I was stressed out. Like, it got to the point where it was affecting my marriage. And I would I was dragging work home. And it was just the work environment itself. Like, it was messy. He, the manager was a hoarder. If I show you pictures, like, you guys would not believe. Like, oh. how, <laughs> like we didn't have a break room. Like, our break room that we were supposed to have was a bunch of boxes. Because like, we were a post office, so we had to have boxes. But he would, like, people would bring in, like, used boxes. And he would keep those boxes that, that, that the customers wouldn't use to wow. reuse. So we would throw them out. He would freak out. It sounds like the human version of Mr. Krabs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, we had employees come in and say, Wow, you guys can be in an an episode of Hoarders. That's how bad it was. Like we didn't have a break room. Like we had like a chair and like a really tiny desk, and we had to like move boxes around to make space to eat there. We didn't have a microwave. If we wanted our food microwave, we had to ask the manager because he had a microwave in the back, where he had like a living arrangement. Like what? he had a mattress. <laughs> what? Like he was sleeping in the back, Ew. and it's not. And it's not like he was. Like, not making money. Like, he was making good money. His wife was working as a um, a nurse for Kaiser. They had a house in San Pedro. They ha- He had multiple houses, like, in Texas and somewhere in L.A. and, like, a bunch of places. So it's not like he didn't have money. But mm-hmm. he, he's, he was very frugal with his money. Like, for him, going out to eat at, at like, a nice place was in and out Like, he was splurging eating at In-N-Out. <laughs> so yeah it was it was horrible (laughs) wait so why didn't he just go home because it because he would stay there okay so we would close at 6 30 right so the truck would come for the mail at 6 30 but because he would stay open later on purpose like he was like a people pleaser so he had like customers who would come in like after hours like there was one specific uh customer who would come in like at 11 a.m or i'm sorry 11 p.m or 12 a.m to send out shoes because he would sell shoes he was like resell nike shoes oh so he had a side hustle yeah so he would like stay open for for those customers so that he would stay up like super late and then he would have to wait for equipment to come in so like by the time he was gone it was like three in the morning so he didn't want to drive all the way to san pedro and come back was he on the clock because he was like a contractor he was like as he had a set pay and don't get me started with pay, dude. Like, <laughs> he would take forever making our checks. Like, we, I would have to nag him. Like, it's Friday. It's hard. I tell him in the morning, hey, just remember today's payday. Like, I need to get paid. Because he would create his own pay stubs. And he, it, I would have to wait, like, an extra half an hour to just get my, my paycheck. And at that, sometimes he, sometimes he didn't have enough funds. So he would say, hey, can you wait until Monday what to cash heck? it? Dude, <laughs> trust me. It was horrible. I fucking hated that place. Like, he was he was a good manager, but it's good and bad. Like, he was, he gave me a lot. Like, I started there at $8 an hour. I was there seven years, and I left at $16 an hour. So I was giving, oh. like, getting good raises. 
but it was such a pain in the ass like even for like when my w-2s for like to do my taxes because i was going to college at the time i needed to do fafsa and the fafsa has to be done i think like march first yeah. or something like that mm-hmm. dude he would wait until like the last week to do my w-2 and then I would have to rush to go do my taxes. Oh, no. So I can, I was so stressed out, dude. I had to wait in by law. Look, if I knew what I knew now of <laughs> HR, dude, I could go back and sue him and get like a bunch of money, but I'm not. Like he was Why supposed not? to. <laughs> Is he still open? No, they shut him down. Oh, oh. thank God. They shut him down like uh, two years after I left. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, because uh, technically your W-2 by law, you need to get it by like the last week of January or something like that. And you would wait until like the last week of February. But yeah, it was horrible. Like my dumbass were like, we would write down our, our times. Like we didn't even have a clock to clock in. Like we would just write down our time and me being a dumbass, like I, I would go in. I was working like six hours. So I think I was going in like at, or four hours. I was doing three to seven. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I would leave like at 7.15, 7.20 and I would only put seven. Like I what wouldn't put that heck? extra time. <laughs> I, I don't know what I was thinking. I was so naive. I was freaking like, I started at 19. So I was like super naive. I'm just like, dude, like all the overtime he owes me, all the double overtime he owes me, like especially holidays, all the lunches I didn't take by the fifth hour, like, ah it's so annoying <laughs> but yeah just thinking of that it's like it was like the worst like work environment ever. like how i go mm. i just can't i don't know how i dealt with the seven years like like i said i developed a drinking problem it was horrible i don't know how i would wake up the next day and like be hung over and be there dealing with fucking customers <laughs> wow <laughs> no that's i had to good, take that on my chest one. like I, i'm just like she's uh, been holding that she's been holding that one in for a while i have i have like y'all don't even know how much i dealt with and i'll all to get this degree because he that was the thing he would um accommodate my schedule like if my um. my school schedule like if it changed i have to do morning shift he would give me the hours like whatever hours i wanted i would get Mm. that was a good thing but oh dude <laughs> when i got my degree as soon as i got my degree i told you that i got a job like even before i finished mm-hmm. my degree plan like two weeks before i finish and then soon after that once i once i completed my semester like i jetted out of there See ya. i was like bye <laughs> two week notice <laughs> yeah Alrighty. Do you have a crazy yeah. story? Ooh. Mine was bad. Mine was my like the job I had prior to where I'm at now. Uh-huh. It was great in the beginning, but as soon as I transferred to a different location, it was horrible. The manager that was there at the moment, she was a bitch. Mm-hmm. Like she would have me working night shifts six days a week eight hours every night. I would even get called in on my like on the Sundays or my last day on my day off to help like put the order away it was horrible i was a manager there mm. and what type what type of job was it it was a uh, food food oh food okay. yeah so oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like i don't know oh <laughs> it just clicked <laughs> like it was food <laughs> and it's like a mexican place but not <laughs> They charge you extra for guac. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I would work eight hours every day. Get called in early, leave at like 1 a.m. Thankfully, well, maybe not thankfully, but there was a Buffalo Wild Wings right in front of this location where I worked. <laughs> and I would go every night, every single night to the point where I knew the staff at night. Oh, wow. I knew the bartender. I knew the managers. 
And as soon as I would walk in from those beautiful Buffalo Wild Wings doors, <laughs> the bartender would look at me and he would already have my drink. Wow. Yeah. I got to the point where like I was depressed. Mm. I was stressed out and I like build an alcohol problem. Mm-hmm. I still have it. <laughs> <laughs> but the stress and depressed, it's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like I would drink like, five to six long islands every night shut up six yeah long islands are stupid strong and i would not feel it and then there is something called an irish trash can or garbage (laughs) sand (laughs) that sounds horrible (laughs) beautiful it was like an adios but with the Red Bull. Oh, no. Oh, and, yeah. And I would Does drink... Give you a heart attack? <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> and I would drink three of those. And I, like, got to the point where I have body dysmorphia. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I know I'm thin. But at that time, I was super skinny. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was bones. And he would, like, my bartender... My bartender... I love him. Shout out to Ryan. <laughs> Um, my this bartender would have to feed me. He would be like, "How was work?" I'd be like, "Oh, I would give him an explanation." He would give me my line, my like three Long Islands, and then he would just like, "Okay, you had that. Now you have to eat ten wings, or you have to eat this." Mm. I was like, "Wow, it's like my dad." <laughs> Wait, would he charge you for the wings? No. I would, oh, yeah, I was gonna ask you. Did you get like discounts? I would get free drinks, free food. Mm. Do you still have discounts? I don't. I don't even go there anymore. <gasps> He moved to Arizona, so I was Aww, like, Bye. Okay. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I mean, I'm still cool with a lot of people that work there. And, like, even if you go now, they're like, they know my order. They're like, you still want, like, six Long Islands? I'm like, oh, my God. But, yeah. Make it three. Make it three this time. <laughs> and, yeah, no, I, that, I would hate it. I would cry. I would just sit in my car late at night in, like, my street and just sit there and be like, I have to go back mm-hmm. in like five hours. I hate it here. It and it got to the point where I was so like depressed and sad and angry that I would bring it at home, that I would take it out on like my niece, my nephew, my mom, mm-hmm. and my mom saw the change in me. She was like, "Something's going on," and I was like, "Mom, it's just life. It's this is a real me. <laughs> it's not a phase. It's not a phase, mom." mom. And. Yeah, I got like it was it was toxic, and then I saw that manager uh, last week. I had a pride party from this coworker that's still working there. He had a pride party, and she came, and she was acting so fake. She was like, <gasps> she looked at me, and I looked away because I was like, I don't like you. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like entertain your time. Mm-hmm. And then she asked my friend. She goes, "What's her name again?" Wow. Yeah. And then my friend was like, "Fabby." And then she like came up to me. She was like, and she would hug me. And I'm not very a touchable person. <laughs> Interesting. Like cutting back to us taking pictures. I was gonna say <laughs> back to Fabi literally sitting on top of me. <laughs> next to me. Yeah. With strangers. <laughs> With people I don't like. She like came and like hugged me. She goes, Oh my god, Fabi. I oh my god, it's not that I was being a bitch. Like I'm just drunk. I miss you. And like she was acting so fake. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't like you. Don't touch me. Mm-hmm. And, like, she was acting like she was my bestie. And I was like, can you not? I'm like, get your hands off of me. Your child's running around. <laughs> I was like, your child and your dog are about to get stomped. <laughs> I was like, take care of your kids. But she was there. And she tried to act nice. I was like, it's not. I was like, like that phase in my life brought me so much, like, stress and depression that as soon as I left, it was perfect. It's where I'm at now. I do have some issues with some people, but I can clear that up because I'm very, like, if something has bothered me, I'm able to tell you. 
Mm-hmm. And with this job is very like it's not like this person is afraid of me. It's just like this person knows that I'm right, <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> but like even though with all that going on, like I said, this like restaurant place, I've met Stephen, mm-hmm. and with Stephen, I met you guys. Aww. And like I, literally on my way here, I was like, if it wasn't because of this restaurant, I would have never met Stephen. Dude, because, full circle. Yeah. And I was like, and then when me and Stephen's friendship like broke apart <laughs> then one thing it's like oh it sucks because i'm losing a friend but also in the back of my head i was like fuck i'm also losing them <laughs> I was like, yeah it's like they're never i'm like oh they're, like, they're such great people i was like they're not gonna want to hang out with me without steven and then mm-hmm. cut to me inviting her to yeah. <laughs> cut to us going on a trip <laughs> without steven <laughs> And then, like, and then when you guys invited me, I was just like, oh, fuck, that's cool. I was like, I'm glad that they like me without Steven. <laughs> and then ever since then, I mean, I've been coming to holiday parties mm-hmm. and, like, all that stuff. And I'm like, you know what? This Mexican restaurant <laughs> sucked. <laughs> I'm like, it brought up so much, like, bad in me and, like, depression and stress and all that stuff. But I like seeing the good in it. Mm-hmm. And with that, I also made so many friendships and I met you guys. So I was just like... Like, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Like, it, 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 as cliche as it sounds, like, there's a reason why you go through shit, you know? But in this case, yes, you, you unfortunately, you, you got an alcohol problem, you had depression and all that stuff. Yeah. But you overcame it, and you were left with, like, good friends. Yeah. Now I'm here. Now you guys are stuck with me, and we're in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Steven's nowhere to be around. <laughs> and, it's, and it's weird. Well, it's not weird. It's crazy, because we've had friends who had who have girlfriends or boyfriends like guys that are whatever you know you know what i mean mm-hmm. um that it, it doesn't always end like when they break up we don't keep in touch with their significant others because we just didn't have that mm. like that click or, yeah like we didn't click enough for us to be able to still keep those people around yeah because if steven have never invited me to I don't know whose house. I keep forgetting. Every time we bring this up, it's someone's house. That was pre-me. Yeah, that was pre-you. That was probably <laughs> Pablo? No. Matt's? Mm-mm. They had like a nice... Oh, I think they said it was Brian's. Brian's. Oh, Brian's yeah. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Stephen had not invited me to Brian's house that one like late night, and I threw up in his car. <laughs> oh, I do remember that night. Okay. Um, that night, I would have never met you guys. Yeah. And then the way I met Cece was through Matt's snap. Mm-hmm. and i was like i love her i was like she's so funny and then you guys came to vi- well you guys went to go see a movie uh-huh and then i was working at this mm-hmm. at that location mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god i love you <laughs> and then you're number one fan yeah that's the first thing she said to me she came up and she's like i'm a huge fan <laughs> I, like, I love you and the work that you do <laughs> yeah because at that point it was just me posting videos of me bugging matt yeah <laughs> and i was met reposting and i was like oh i love her she's so funny <laughs> and it's crazy that we all click like at least how when we met mm-hmm. like the first thing because i'm i'm not i don't want to say that i'm a bitch when i first meet like girls she has um she has rbf i do <laughs> i do i have major major okay? i'm scared of her <laughs> Ma- I, everybody tells me that i have like a resting resting bitch face i'm like Sorry, that's just my face. <laughs> but I'm very, like, well, I think that comes with, like, an Aries. Because I'm an Aries. Yeah. So I'm very, like, cautious and, like, I, look, like, see what you're about, like, who you are, how you act. And I can I can definitely spot when I see a fake person. Like, if they're just trying to be, like, nice and whatnot. So, Steve, 
is somebody who brings in brings a lot of girls um and <laughs> the girls that he usually brings i don't care for i haven't cared for just because i've never been able to um build a connection like they're always stuck to him they never like feel like talking i'm like all right whatever i'm not even, i'm not gonna put that effort if you're not putting it in so when I met her, she was like super easygoing, super easy to talk to. I didn't give a fuck about Steven. And like he, she literally like left Steve and she was like at the party just chilling with everybody. And I was like, what did I tell you? You were like, oh, fuck. You said, um, you're like, oh, I like you. You're not stuck to Steven. There was also a lot of alcohol. <laughs> I was. I was. Yeah. We were okay, in I was drug. Gonna say, I, was gonna say, I don't know if you'd say that. Sober. Yeah. No. I, no. I, I become very friendly when I am intoxicated. Oh, I <laughs> And then the thing is, I remember on the way back home, because Steven, I didn't have a car at the time, and Steven, like, drove me home. Mm-hmm. He goes, so how did you love, like, did you like everyone? I'm like, yeah, they were fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, pull the car over. <laughs> and then he, like, brings it up, and then I remember Steven saying something. He's like, oh, I told the guys that you, like, threw up in my car. And I was like, why would you do that? And then, and then every, like, in the beginning, again, it was with Pablo. He goes like, so you threw up in Steven's car? <laughs> I was like... Yeah, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> What's that? And I stay there because I remember. And then from there, I got invited to like Halloween parties, Thanksgiving, Christmas, the beautiful trip <laughs> where we bonded extra. Thank you. Did we almost? Uh, Matt almost burned us in yeah, the house. We almost. We almost. Yeah. <laughs> um, we almost got kidnapped. Maybe. What? Broken into the house. Uh, didn't we tell you? No. That the- oh my God. <laughs> that house. That house, we got in there and Fabi and I, I mean, me personally, they gave us the key to the house and I wanted to make sure it worked. Yeah. And so I went to the front door and the key got stuck in the Oh, what door. the fuck? And we couldn't take it out. Like we had all four of us. It was Fabi, me, Matt, and Pablo. Mm-hmm. All of us tried taking it back out. And we're like, well, I don't want to leave it out there because yeah. what if somebody's able to take the key out and now they have a key to the house? In the street, the neighborhood was very... Sketch. It was very white. White. Oh. <laughs> and and a uh, personally, a person of color. Yeah. <laughs> it was at the time where the last president was still reigning. Oh, yeah. Mm. And it was very sketch. And at that point, it I was... I was scared for my life. Yeah, because it was her and Matt and they're like... We're darker. a little bit, we're a little bit, they God, little, put a little bit flavor in us. You know, uh, Pablo, Pablo and I are a little uh, Caucasian. <laughs> looking, guess, yeah, you looking, guys can pass. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're Hispanic both, but we look like we're white. That neighborhood, what's that movie with uh, Get Out? Oh. Where it's like, it gave me Get Out oh, vibes. Because yeah. we went to the grocery store and they were like staring, staring. down Fabi and Matt. Yeah. yeah. To it's the like, point where, like, there's this white man where I was like staring at him back like, hello? <laughs> yeah, and then I, st- I had to stay close to one of them. I was staying close to Pablo because I was like, First, I don't think they're going to say anything to me when they see a tall, yeah. semi-white man next to me <laughs> with a beard and tattoos. I'm like, they're yeah. not going to say anything. Yeah, And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to just stay close to you. Yeah. But it, the, like that neighborhood was very white. Like, it was scary. Yeah. And it was a small, small... The grocery store was this... like tiny... Yeah. But the house was so like scary. Cabin like. Oh. Every step you went to, every movement. <laughs> it would creep? Oh, shit. That's scary. <laughs> we both in our rooms, we put chairs against oh, yeah, the door because they didn't have locks. 
Oh sure. So we were paranoid. And then we kept we kept saying like, oh, someone's gonna come and kill us. Oh yeah, me and Fabi kept getting I kind of liked it. <laughs> yeah, me and Fabi were just like, we're gonna be a scary movie. And then yeah. Matt and Pablo were like, you guys shut the fuck yeah. up. And then they were like, well, because we took we took the Subarus, mm. and I know I kind of know how to drive stick, but not really. I I'm don't. Like we'll get stuck. <laughs> but then like you guys like I remember having a conversation, them saying like you guys need to learn how to drive stick, whatever, because like what if like right now something happens? And I was like. We'll just run. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, well, we're screwed. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah that was but it. the house was creepy. It, was, it looked cute. It, it looked, looked cute. super nice. But, but with uh, all that being said, <laughs> on that I, got note. It, I got invited to trips. <laughs> and like, to holidays, so I'm thankful for my toxic workplace. <laughs> I get Well, that, I'm though. glad you see like the um, glass half full. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, my toxic work environment I mean mine is a little different you know because there's like the cliques with the managers and stuff and I was in that clique with this certain one (laughs) but I think I was a little different (laughs) not like your average girl (laughs) uh no but the first year I got hired on a seasonal and they made me permanent but my second seasonal term it's when at that point I knew the managers there's a lot of people coming and going and she would talk to me about, like, all her stuff. And I would be a listening ear. I wouldn't really talk shit about the other people. Like, sure, on days where they would piss me off, I'd be like, yeah, they did this. <laughs> but I wouldn't, like, go out of my way <laughs> to be like, this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't do this. <laughs> but um, I think it would be more with, like, the store managers, not just the manager. Because there's a difference, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the store manager. Because there's, like, shift leads. And yeah. then, like, store manager and then, like, the general manager and then yeah. district. Mm-hmm. The general manager is the one that I was friends with. There was three of those, but mainly for the night because I worked the closing shift. It was like two of them. But the store managers, they wouldn't really stick around to see the closing. So we didn't really talk to them that much. But they would blame us a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember one day I worked the morning shift because I switched shifts with someone. And I was like, there's nobody here. <laughs> like, there's, like, me and three other people that are working right now. Oh, wow. So all the stuff that's left for the night people, there's no one in the morning to come and do this. Oh. So, and then they would, uh, my first year is seasonal, they would have us stay later. But they wouldn't tell us that. It was part-time. Because that certain store only does part-time, except for the managers. And they wouldn't tell us, like, oh, bring a lunch because you're going to have to take a lunch. They wouldn't tell us that. Oh. <laughs> so we would oh. have to go find whatever was open at freaking 11 midnight, get the food, come back in 30 minutes, (laughs) and then go again. So we were spending extra money. We were staying there longer. And that was the worst thing. Because Christmas, this was a craft store that rhymes with (laughs) 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 So it was a mess. Like, it was just horrible. And that first year, I was cashier mainly. But the second year, they put me on the floor. And I hated that because I, I couldn't remember where everything was. So when people would ask me, I'd be like, <laughs> like don't you work here? <laughs> There's signs. Your guess is Follow as good them. as mine. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the people that would like spill glitter and not tell anybody and oh. they would like try to push it. And like at one point I was mopping the, or not mopping, but like sweeping. Mm-hmm. And I go under the aisle thing and it's just a ton of glitter. And I'm like, oh my God. And then there was this one employee who was seasonal and she thought like instead of sweeping it up and throwing it out there, she continued to mop or sweep the entire store and there was a trail of of glitter glitter. everywhere. So that's when I would complain. (laughs) 
<laughs> be like, what, what, what made you think that? This bitch, Debbie. So yeah, it was like the manager was fine. General manager was fine. The people there were good. Uh, the seasonal people were a little, a little tough, but I mean, they were good too, but that, that's pretty much it. It was mainly between me and the store manager towards my two weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you did, did you develop any alcohol problem, problem, any yeah, stress? depression? Uh, I was already stressed and depressed before the show. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it did add to it. Like I wouldn't, even though it was only four or five hours a day, mm-hmm. I'd contemplate calling off a lot it takes mm. a toll on you yeah and I, I was going to school too so sometimes I would go straight from school in Hollywood to Burbank because the with traffic it'd be like an hour so I would be out of the house from like 6 a.m and I wouldn't get home till like 1 because mm. of school and work and when did I have time to do my homework I don't know <laughs> but yeah it I did get stressed a lot Mainly thinking about, oh, I need to go home, I need to do my schoolwork, but I also need to go to sleep because I need to drive from Van Nuys to Hollywood. Yeah, and I just I just realized that for me, the job I was working, I was working for maybe six hours, Monday through Friday. And the fact that that small amount of time was giving me like this much stress level and like anxiety, like, I developed anxiety because of this job, because our manager would want us because when you go to the post office, what do you think? I'm going to be there for a long time because you, there's The lines, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And for us, it was the opposite. He wanted us to, like, get the people in and out right away. And that specific area, we were in Little Tokyo. So there's a lot of businesses there. So be, he was a very, like, people person. So he would develop a lot of uh, friendships. Mm. And so there was people who had, like, small businesses who... Uh, would have a bunch of packages and we would have to process them. I kid you not, I had a um, a customer who would come in every day at 3 o'clock, right before my lunch. <laughs> and she had about 100 packages. I kid you not. She was like, a, she she had like a boutique or something. Mm. So she had, her business was, was growing because the first time she came in, she had like maybe 10 packages. Oh. So from 10 to 100 and they would and I would have to see her like and process her right away cuz then a line would would grow. Yeah. And my coworker sucked ass. She was fucking lazy. Don't even fucking get me started there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just like cuz for her this job was an option. She was um, well off. Her her parents were Asian. They were taking care of all her car payment, her schooling like like this was for her like a extra like fun money, you know? Mm. I was working because I needed this to pay bills, you know, because right. I had already moved out at that point. So I was busting my ass because that's how my dad raised me. Like, hey, you bust yeah. your ass. You Your work ethic is like shows a lot of you. That's funny because I'm in the middle of that mm-hmm. where I'm like the same as the girl. I had the job at the store because mm-hmm. I wanted extra money. But to me, every time I sign up for something, job, whatever, I like to go like just do it. Right, right. Why would I sign up for it if not? The only time I would get anxious is when I was on the floor during the holidays Mm -hmm. because that's when they're like, oh, if it's not done, you're going to have to do this and this. Or if you're not finished, we're all going to have to stay. So they would like kind of guilt trip you. At least one of the managers who got there like a year after I was in. And he he was. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's when I would get super anxious. Like, I don't want to be the reason we all have to stay. And then they would still call me up. Oh, can you take over, register, whatever? Mm -hmm. Like, I can, but I'm not going to be able to finish this. Right. Oh, we only be on there for like five minutes. And then it turns into two hours. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, even even till now, like I still have that 
I guess that trigger when like I have a lot to do like uh, I want to like do it fast and like I get really anxious that's why I can't do that that uh powder that you oh. take <laughs> that cardio cuts yeah cardio cuts I I take it in the morning when I don't want to eat anything because it just helps me stay energized it's a, it's like a you could use it as a pre-workout too oh, okay yeah. but to me it's not as intense as a pre-workout because I've felt it like when I'm itchy and I can't do anything to me it's not like that but Judy to me dude I had this like this amount it was like a, a venti cup okay of pow- like it was half a cup of powder talk to me in my language and oh a, my venti, a venti cup of because that's exactly what I had it in and water and like half the dose that half she told scoop. me but and the thing is I'm on the package it says to do eight to ten ounces the venti cup is not eight to ten ounces of water but even then it was super sweet mm-hmm. it was so sweet i was like i can't do this and i had that small portion and holy shit dude like i was like anxious like i was shaking my, my hands were shaking like i got to the point where i was like i wanted to do so much and i couldn't like i was so overwhelmed that i shut down my my office door and i broke down <laughs> I swear <laughs> to you, dude, I, so I can't do any pre-workout, anything like that that gives you like ener- energy, mm-hmm. like just energy drinks and all that stuff. Like, cause I if maybe if I'm working out, maybe it'll work out, cause I'm actually like you're burning it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but to be like in the office and work, like I I literally broke down mm. and I had to like have a good cry. I'm like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> Open the door. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it worked for me. <laughs> maybe once we start working out, I'll take it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, I can't do that. That's crazy. Hey guys, we hope you're enjoying today's episode and we wanted to take a minute to talk to you about our sponsor, Anchor. It's a free and easy way to get your podcast out there. Trust me, it's so simple and easy to learn. It'll distribute your podcast to multiple platforms with just a few clicks. Yes, you heard that right. Just a few clicks. These platforms include Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even record and edit your show right on the app from your phone or computer. So what are you waiting for? Once you're done listening to our episode, go download free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. A big thank you to Judy for doing a little bit of research and finding some signs that you're in a toxic work environment. We're going to start with the number one that they had on the list, bad communication. That can be between you and coworkers when you're switching shifts or you and your managers, all the other names that I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) I think just communication in general, just in life is a big thing, but definitely in the workplace, like for me at my current place, I have good communications with the supervisors, but the supervisors with their employees or the supervisors with one another, the communication is not the greatest. Like if, for example, two supervisors don't like each other, instead of putting their personal, like, thing aside, they still refuse to work with each other. I'm like, you guys, you guys are, and and these managers are, like, 40, 50, you know, like, they're older, you know, and it's just, like, y'all are acting like you guys are, like, they're, like, 16. Exactly. And, like, leave these child things alone. Yeah. It's just really annoying. But, yeah, we have these, like, 40, 50-year-old men, and it's mainly the men, not even the women, that just can't communicate because they don't like each other. I'm like, you guys need to get get it over with. You know, like get over it. You guys don't like each other, but you're at work. Yeah, y'all need to communicate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mine would be my store manager. I I know that she's trying to do it for a reason, but her communication sucks. 
just for example, I got promoted like a week ago or something like that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I got promoted and she found out the next day. And the person I got the interview with, which is like our district manager, told me, you'll find out tomorrow if you got it or not. Mm-hmm. And I was like, perfect. Love that. I'm ready to get paid extra for the job, like the work that I'm already doing. She found out the next day. I found out maybe four days later. Wow. And then... So I found out, and I'm supposed to do, like, video work, so I can pass that and then start doing my own, like, shifts. Mm -hmm. I'm still waiting on it. Wow. I found out that, like, the the day that she found out that I was, that I got the job was last month on the 20-something. And till this day, I still haven't done any of the videos. I'm getting paid for being a shift now. Okay, that's good. Okay. But I still need to do, like, a week's worth of video. Why, 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 like, because she, instead of her communicating to me, like, hey, you got the job, let's put it in the system, and you are going to be working less, but it's because I can't pay you as, like, a regular worker, mm-hmm. employee, I'm going to have you work less, but you're going to get paid more. Instead of her communicating or us coming to agreement of hours, now she's, like, now she's cutting my hours this week because she can't be paying me as a regular person mm-hmm. for regular work. Oh, wow. So it's like, if you would have just accepted my stuff the day that you found out that I knew I was manager, we would have not had this issue. I would have been okay with cutting my hours. I would have been okay with that if you would communicate it with me. So this day she hasn't? Um, Today I told her, I was like, dude, I'm like, if you would have put my paperwork the day that you found out, none of this would have happened. I'm like, we would have not been waiting almost two weeks for my videos to come up on my, like, Mm. on my profile for me to finish them. To this day, I, like, yeah, I need to go. I work tomorrow. I'm going to have to see if they're there. If they're not there, I'm going to wait until Sunday. Tuesday is the day that they told me, hey, they're going to be there hopefully if they're there. I'm like, mm. but it's like, girl, I'm like, you should have just communicated with me that the reason why you didn't accept my approval was because of stuff that was going on with the company. Mm-hmm. But you left me blindsided. Mm-hmm. Well, did she give a reason why? No. She still doesn't. She still thinks she was in the right. And I'm like, girl, I'm like, I, she's a great manager, but she just needs to work on her communication skills and what she wants to tell the, the store. Because mm. other people have had that issue with her that she'll tell you things when she thinks it's valuable. But it's like, no, you should, as soon as you find out, yeah. tell us so maybe we can help you resolve some issues too. Right. And that's what I told her today. And she goes, yeah, you're right. But blah, blah, blah. like she gave an excuse. I was like, mm. I was like, all oh, right, so let's just drop this. Yeah. Let mm-hmm. me just get out of here, and then hopefully tomorrow the videos are there. Uh, I never had a <laughs> – <laughs> I personally have never had, but I knew um, a co- an old coworker. She would never miss anything. If anybody needed a schedule cover or a shift cover, she would do it. And there was one week where she got to take off because she was going to Mexico. Mm-hmm. She told them like two months in advance. She's like, hey, can't work this week from this week. Don't schedule me. Mm-hmm. They scheduled her the whole week. And instead of admitting that it was them mm-hmm. and they fucked it up, they still had her find people to cover her shifts. Are you fucking yeah, kidding me? That's, that's not okay. Yeah. Thankfully, since she's so nice to everybody, like everybody took her shifts right away. Mm-hmm. But that was still shitty. Yeah, that sucks. Same store. <laughs> <laughs> it was in Burbank, though. So there's a lot of snobby people in Burbank. Yeah, that's true. All right, so second one, I would say uh, clicks, exclusion, gossipy behavior. I mean, I could take that one. 
<laughs> As I mentioned before, <laughs> I was in this clique. But uh, I, I knew all the gossip. I knew all, like, who was doing what. Like, again, who because... Who was doing who. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck was going on in our department, but... <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a part of it. I, I did not want to be a part of it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I knew all that stuff. Just because a lot of people knew that, like, I don't say anything so if i was in the break room they'd vent mm. and i had like those few that i would vent to it more so be like outside of work problems <laughs> <laughs> like matt when i first started seeing him i would com- like complain mm. like he hasn't asked me out yet we're doing this and this but we're not together and they would like <laughs> listen and be like Ooh. <laughs> so i knew all the gossip and the new people that would come in i would try to be as nice because i know how not, not passive aggressive but like the people who have been there, they have an attitude. Mm. So I tried not to have that, but I'm sure there was days where I did. But that was that was pretty much it. For me, um, it's not there is gossip, but not like necessarily that I'm involved in. But a lot a lot of our employees on the floor, like the production, there I hear a lot of gossip. I'm like, dude, you guys are. I used to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cece has been a like a part of that. Like she's heard it. And I'm just like, you like I get. So, okay, what was it? Sometime this week, I th- I went to the restroom. So, because downstairs we share a restroom with the production and office people. And it's a women's restroom. So, tell me why I walk in there and there's like a panty liner that's dirty. <gasps> On the floor. <laughs> I'm like, we're all women who are over 18. We're grown as women. Like, what the fuck? So, I literally had to have our manager uh, our manager pull all the women that work on production and I had to go have a meeting with them about being clean, taking care of the restroom, flushing. Was it at least like maybe it fell out of the garbage thing? No, it was okay. So there's two stalls. There's two stalls here. There's a walkway. So I was get, in there once. <laughs> yeah, so that walkway, uh-huh. at, when you get out of that first stall, mm-hmm. it was right there. Oh, man. And no, it, but that it, did it, not fall out of <laughs> And it wasn't it wasn't blood though like it would look yellow so I don't know what the it was. <laughs> she, first, she should get checked out. I know. For, <laughs> I have a yeast infection there. <laughs> Drink some cranberry juice. <laughs> but I'm just like it's not the first time that like well it's the first time that I see this but it, like sometimes the fucking toilets are not flushed. The yeah. um, <laughs> I you put, triggered Fabi. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I I put uh. The, this because the cleaning guy who cleans there every morning he's like hey can you put a sign up because they shouldn't be flushing mm-hmm. the toilet paper because it gets clogged that's why that's what I have, she, he had it in clogged every day oh. every single day when you come sad. in he would have to unclog it so i put a sign so when you sit down like the sign is literally in mm-hmm. front of you you can't miss it um so i had to remind him like hey you're not supposed to flush toilet paper when you wash your hands, sometimes they leave like a whole like mess of water or like the soap dispenser, like if it over spills, mm-hmm. like they leave it there instead of cleaning. I'm like, girls, like this is our restroom. Yeah. We all share the office production. Be clean. Like we're all of age. We should be able to like yeah keep a restroom clean. Like, yes, we have cleaning people, but let's let's not be disgusting. So where I work, it's public bathroom. <laughs> Uh, when the pandemic was happening, we didn't let anyone in, but that was because, you know, CDC told us don't, you know, mm-hmm. blah, 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 and all that stuff. And I I get it. I'm sometimes one of those girls that hold their pee, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I can't 
I'll manipulate outside if I have to. Mm-hmm. And I would let those few customers come in. Mm-hmm. If they, I could see it in their face that they're about to burst. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, go for it. Well, well. I would, and then I would have to go because I, like, I would drink a lot of water at work because it was, it would be hot or I would just have to stay hydrated. I'm like, I really let you in into our bathrooms and you leave it this dirty. Mm-hmm. And disgusting. it's sometimes my coworkers. Mm-hmm. This week, yesterday, it ha- yesterday, so I was there for a few hours because I was trying to get my videos done. And um, one of my coworkers was like, hey, um, can someone take my place? I have to use the bathroom. We're like, okay, yeah, whatever. He went, he went to use the bathroom. And right now we only have one bathroom and oh, it's our okay. girl's bathroom, but there's two stalls. Mm-hmm. So he went in, he locked the door. He came out, and then five minutes later, five minutes later, we had my other coworker. If she was like, "Hey, I'm gonna actually use the bathroom. Um, I'll be right back." It was slow enough for no one to take care of her, like take care of what she was doing. So she went. She came back. She came back out. She put on her like her headset to like communicate with all of us. She goes. I don't know who just went to the bathroom, but you guys forgot to flush. Oh. And then we all knew who it was, so we all bagged <laughs> on him. We were like, hey, we're like, who? Oh, that's so weird. Cause you it's, nasty bitch. Yeah. Because I even told them. I was like, it's, it's crazy because someone else else asked and no one else has been in the bathroom other than just us. And he goes, it wasn't me. I was like, you don't have to lie. He goes, I used a small stall. I'm like, well, how, how which one, what stall did you know it was that? It was that? Like, which one did you know was the dirty one? He was like, I was like, you're sick. I'm like, we're all sure that bathroom. Gross. And like, just because it's public bathrooms, I'm like extra cautious. And I'm like, if I do have the opportunity to clean the bathroom, I bleach the heck out of it. Mm. I bleach it, Clorox it, disinfect everything because, again, we are a public bathroom and the city that I'm working at right now, it's very, not a lot of homeless people come in, but a lot of them do come in and they inject heroin with them. It's <gasps> so bad. And at the one that used, like the last one, uh-huh. that one we found needles, we found a gun. And what the it was fuck? Wait, crazy. a gun? A gun. He, this, this homeless person had a gun, put it in, like, you know how, like, the bathrooms have the little, like, tub thing on the oh, front? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He had a bag, and he put it in there, and then, like, closed it, and then he thought, I don't know what's going, what type of drugs this man was <laughs> on, that we were closing, and he knocks on the door. He goes, I need to get something out of the bathroom. I need to get something. And we were like, no. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, you look crazy. You look homeless. We're not going to let you in. Mm-hmm. He goes, I'm going to break the door open. He was yelling. And we were just like, well, it's time for us to call the cops. Mm-hmm. So we're like, we're calling the cops. We call them. And then the cops come and they see that there is a gun. Oh, my God. And he wanted to get his gun back. I was like, <laughs> like, I don't know why you use this as a stash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like what and he was like yeah and then thank god i mean for me i was in the back i could hear everything that was happening but one of my co-workers was staring at him i'm like if he does come back he's gonna be looking for you so good luck mm-hmm. that's <laughs> scary yeah. you just like unlocked <laughs> yeah. memories that i had suppressed from working at the said store in their bathrooms because we also had public <laughs> and one christmas that was my first christmas there and this is at the point where the manager and I were friends. Uh, so somebody decided to pee and shit <laughs> on the floor. And what? They, they were on their period, too. And Ugh. thankfully, because I was friends with that manager, she's like, 
I'm not going to make you clean it. And she sent another seasonal person. And that Dude, poor girl, she mm. was yakking in there. Oh. I was like, oh, my God. And we had oh, we had a rap problem at one point. It was gross. It's sick. I'm about to throw yes. all these, uh, this alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. nasty. People are disgusting. Yeah. And then, like, when the little bins to put your tampons and pads on, if they were overflowing because not everybody changed them, I would always change them. Because that's gross. If I'm trying to put, like, a tampon down, I don't want to touch other people's shit. Yeah. So I always change them. But not everybody does. And when customers, like, when they would overflow, instead of telling someone, they would just fucking let them fall on the floor. Oh, that's gross. Like, it's just little things like that. Like, I don't get, like, it's common sense. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously not everybody has it. No, it's unfortunately. sick. Yeah. It's fucking disgusting. disgusting. Like, if you're one of those people, man, like, y'all need to, Fuck like. You. <laughs> Yeah, there's a special place like, for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you right need to like top. do better, okay? Like heat it's... rises. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right so... on to the next one. Yeah. Also, I'm a part of the gossip group in my, t- oh, <laughs> my So you like me? Because <laughs> like... if you're not in it, then you're gonna get shit on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's true. laughs> the next ones are. <laughs> Fabby's just smiling and looking at me. <laughs> the next one are we're gonna combine the two is no work and life balance, and you also you feel burnout. Uh, I believe you kind of touched on that earlier. With yeah, your older job. Yeah, I would say not caring anymore because at that point, if you if you're burnt out, you don't care about yourself. Yeah, you're like oh, I don't care what's going on. Yeah, you develop an alcohol problem. <laughs> And then you bring problems at home. Like I said before, at this job that I had before, I would bring my problems and my attitude and such a bad, like, vibe to my house that, like, I would take it out on people that I love. And it's like, I could see the difference because I was such a bitch. (laughs) And, like, my mom would tell me. She was like, something's going. And, like, when they try to tell you that something's wrong, it just irritates you more. And I would just be in my room. And that's what I would do. I would drink in my room. I would drink <laughs> drink everywhere. And I would have such a bad attitude that it, like, I didn't want to be near my family. I didn't want to be my, near my niece and nephew. And I love them to death. I didn't have time for friends because I was at work or drinking or mm. trying to sleep. But, um, yeah, I think that merging of all that stuff is bad. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Like, for me, when I was working at the post office, my work-life balance was okay, because I was going to school and I was working, but I would, I would always find time. To, I would always say, "Oh, I want to like hang out with friends." But realistically, when I would hang out with friends, like the first thing is like, "Let me get shit faced." Like I wanted mm. to get fucked up because I wanted to like suppress all this like bullshit, like all this stress and anxiety and all this crap that I needed to be intoxicated to have fun. Like it was like if there's no alcohol, I don't even want to be there. Like there was no point for me. And just feeling burned out. I was at the point where like I didn't get I didn't care if I got fired, even though I knew that I was such an asset, that I, I knew he was never gonna fire me. Like I can I think there was this one time that I was so fucking frustrated with my with my coworker because we would get packages to scan and it's like small packages and like we would like at one point I think the most I scanned was like three thousand packages and it was like during the holiday <laughs> yeah. season you know. So a lot of people were dropping off gifts and stuff. Like, that was our busiest season. There was a point where she was just sitting there on her phone. We had no customers, and somebody had just brought, like, two bags, like, big bags of small packages. It could have been probably, like, 
300 packages. And she was sitting there as I was scanning a bag. And, and, and some of them were boxes. So I was stacking them. And they were by her station. And I was like, I was frustrated. I was pissed. Yeah. Like, I, I wanted to fucking punch the shit out of her. But obviously, I was at work. <laughs> but I was, like, stacking the boxes and, like, slamming them. That one of them, like, fell towards her. And she looked at me, and she didn't say anything. But I guess when I left, she told the manager, like, hey, Judy, like, threw a box at me. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would have thrown that one. So um, the manager spoke to me the, the following day. I'm like, look. I was putting away boxes that were stacking up. They fell on her. My bad. Like, I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> Quotation mark. <laughs> um, and he's like, okay, just be careful. But I was like, dude, like, how are you going to sit on your ass not, with no customers, with 300 packages to be scanned for me, for you to expect for me to do it? You know what I mean? Like, I don't like, oh, dude, I fucking hate this girl. <laughs> Let's find her. <laughs> Let's go through boxes. Her name is. <laughs> we don't believe that out. I know. Her name is. <laughs> Let's Facebook her. Um, I have. I've stalked her before to see what she's doing. So she's. <laughs> she doing well. Yeah, she she went to pharmacy school. Mm-hmm. She's a pharmacist. I feel now. Like a lot of people do that now. Man, Anyways. fuck that bitch though. <laughs> Um, I had, I had a, I mean, at that point I didn't really have a life because I started doing my freelance stuff. Mm -hmm. So it was my work, work, and then I work and school. (laughs) So, I mean, I would, I would like see Matt when I was going to school because we would go to the same school, have the same classes. But when I started feeling the burnout and not caring, it's like when I was on the floor and I wouldn't care, (laughs) like, they're like, oh, can you go put these back? I'm like, sure. Just put them wherever. (laughs) in my section and like hide them in certain places where they wouldn't check and I'd be like I'm done I would steal stuff <laughs> what like it was to a point where I'm like what are they gonna do fire me they can't fire me and this was like working at my previous job because I was only closing mm. and um I would give food for free we would sell uh alcohol at the location that I used to work at uh-huh. so sometimes yeah I drank one or two <laughs> Before pregame, before Buffalo. <laughs> Actually, I I drank like on on the job. Well, not while working, but I went to lunch, and then mm. it was in Little Tokyo. So it was a bunch of restaurants. Yeah, like the heart of Little Tokyo. So I would go and like to a restaurant, and like I would get like a margarita or two, and I would go back to work. And I was like, No, yeah. I do that. I do that now. <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at the location that I used to work at, where you saw me, uh-huh. the night shift crew, we would have like a, a clean play, which would we would clean the store from bottom to top. Mm-hmm. We would do it once a week because there was that clean of a store. Not, maybe not our bathrooms, <laughs> but we would clean our store. But we would drink wine. We would make oh. like uh, Kahlua ice coffees and like we would drink at work while working. Oh, wow. And I was like, it just makes it cool. <laughs> so you feel easy, breezy, beautiful. Cover girl. A cover girl. I was like, oh, but at the previous job, I would, I would literally drink at work. I would have one of my like kitchen managers at my previous job come in with little tequila bottles and she would drink that at like seven in the morning. Oh, wow. With a Coke. Like she would bring oh. back in Coke. We would have like our fountain drinks. She would pour like her Coke in her like large drink or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
and just throw it in there. And then we have to call her attention because she left bottles everywhere. Oh, wow. <laughs> I would have to, like, I would pick them up after her because I was like, it's stressful. I'm like, I get it. I get it. Which is kind of So I would try to cover for her. But it was to a point where she would come in and she would smoke every day. It was cigarettes. Mm. She would smoke as soon as she would walk from her apartment to this restaurant. She would smoke one or two, three cigarettes, get to the, get to the restaurant and drink her jacket and coke. Wow. I'm like, I I'm like, I get it. I'm burnt out too. <laughs> Trust me, I get it. Like, but spray a little bit of perfume or something. Brush your yeah. teeth. Do something like because you reek of like cigarettes and jack. Oh wow. It was bad. I'm like, I knew she didn't care. <laughs> we fired her right away. Oh wow. <laughs> and then they would ask me, they're like, did you know she was drinking? I'd be like, nope. <laughs> but she would give me some of hers. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't care. I didn't care. Not that much. I, didn't. Oh. I cared a little bit <laughs> to drink. I started, I started uh, feeling burnt out. And that's going to lead us to our last one when your gut is telling you. When I started feeling that, where I'm like, I don't care. At that, I told Judy before we started recording, but I had asked for, I'm not gonna, it was a, like a good amount of days off in November, December. And I already knew that some of them were gonna get turned down because it's the holiday season. But I think I did it to like, it was early enough to, if they wanted to, they could have. It was because I was doing film stuff and my manager. The store manager declined it, and I talked to my manager. She's like, oh, yeah, he just he said it was too much. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Then I'm going to give my two weeks because <laughs> I, I needed the days off. Like, I wasn't going to come into work. But some of those, like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> when I found out they got declined, it was already, like, some of them were coming up. And I told him, I was like, I can't come in on those days. I'll do my best to find someone to cover for me, but I can't come in. And... There were some days where I couldn't find anyone, and I called the morning of, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to make it in today. And I was doing that a lot. But I, at the same time, like, I told you guys I couldn't come in these days, mm-hmm. and you still scheduled me. And that's when the store manager, like, he got frustrated with me because I was calling off, and it was getting busier. And I'm like, well, I told you. So my gut feeling was to quit. I did. I'm very happy I did. <laughs> I still keep in contact with some of the coworkers, though, on Instagram. Yeah. Are they listening? I don't know. If you Shout are. Shout out if you are. Shout out if you are. <laughs> Hopefully you're not one of the ones I said. Any- I didn't say anything bad about any of them. No. You just say you knew all their gossip. I knew all their gossip. And she's going to tell us later, so. That'll be on the bonus episode. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, I think when at that same restaurant, I think my coworker that had that pride party, he was like, hey, do you want to come over? Because he had like three jobs. And he goes, do you want to come over to this job where I'm at now? He goes, it's a, you're going to get a major pay cut because I was getting paid really well at the place, at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get a major pay cut, but um, I could see that you're stressed out. I could see that you're unhappy. And I was like, fuck it. Let me try it. Um, yeah. As soon as I, I went and the manager that was there at the moment, his name was Buddy. That was like his actual name. But Buddy. Like the cake box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> love him. He got um, he got let go, but he like put in his two weeks, and he put me aside. And he goes, "Fabi, you've done so much for me. Thank you so much. You've been by my side since the day I got here. You've been a better man. Like you, like I would rather have you as my assistant manager than the, ma- the assistant manager I have now, because you helped me on Bill on. 
I love you. Not in a weird way because he was married and had kids and he was happily. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, he goes, you deserve better. He goes, I could see that you're burnt out. He goes, from the day that I met you, I know that you had this little spark on you, but every day it's been dimming and dimming. You deserve better. Just leave. I don't know if he wanted me to leave with him. (laughs) Maybe he was. Maybe. maybe Yeah. Maybe he wanted to be like his other daughter. (laughs) But uh, he was like, just, just leave. He goes, uh, this company, you're no one to this company. He goes, you're replaceable. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he told me that, he goes, he goes, why are you here? I'm like, oh, it's because they need me. He goes, no, they can find someone like you in within a five minutes. Yeah. He goes, you're not important to this company. This company doesn't give a tiny rat's ass about you. I was like, wow, okay. Put my depression a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, this company doesn't care about you. And he was just telling me. And he goes, go somewhere else. And yeah, that's exactly what I did. As soon as I got my interview at the the company I'm at now, um, I put in my two weeks, but I wasn't even there for my two weeks. Because I got so fed up and I told the manager, I was like, hey, this was that, that woman that like started hugging me. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, um, I'm going to need these days off. And she was like, well, you can't. She goes, well, you have to be here because you have responsibilities. And then like, as soon as she said that, I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I like had one of my friends call me and say she had an emergency. Mm-hmm. And I had to leave right away from the job. And I got in my car and I was about to leave. She came, that manager came chasing after my car and she goes, I'm going to need the store keys because I know you're not coming back. I got the keys and like, I threw them at her. I'm like, Bobby. And then I like left. <laughs> and then that day I had my, um, orientation for the job that I'm at now. Oh, wow. But yeah, but that day is the day that I had my like orientation for the job that I'm at now. And every, I haven't looked back. I have not gone to that location since then. I go to get like free food. For me, my gut was telling me, like, years in, like, I I had already been, I think at, like, the third year, I was just over it already, and I had dealt with it four more years, but because <laughs> I was just so determined to finish college, and, I was, and how I shortened it to get, to get out of there quicker is, I was originally majoring for business management and marketing, but when I noticed that if I can, if I did HR, I was going to cut, like, half a year. I made that switch right away. I was like, nope, I'm not staying at this job any longer. I need my degree. I need to get a, I need to get a job. So I, I switched to HR, and that's how, that's how I, I ended up in HR. Like, it's crazy that this fucking stressful-ass job, fucking toxic job, made me switch my career. And I slightly regret it because I really like marketing. This is why... I, I mean, I st- you do really good with the podcast. This is like. why. This is why <laughs> yeah. I I wanted to start this podcast because like, I love the podcast like the the creating like the the mm-hmm. topics and stuff. But like, I love doing like the yeah. Instagram. I which love- also yeah, this is a saint. Judy's the one running all the Instagram. <laughs> like once in a while, I'll repost something. <laughs> so if you see I, it's probably Judy. <laughs> <laughs> so I I just I love like the, just the whole Instagram. Like I I just because I know in the generation that we're in like social media is like it it can kill your like business or your podcast or anything if you don't have a strong social media presence you're nothing you're like your business can like you can be great at what you do but 
And I think now TikTok is taking over. Yeah. Because I found a lot. I found a store the other day in Maywood Mm -hmm. that I went and I bought a bunch of stuff from. Yeah. TikTok TikTok ruins my life. But it's because I wanted. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) In a bad way. Yeah. And just leave. Yeah. Back for my wallet. Yeah. Back for my wallet. (laughs) Because I saw on TikTok like crystal stores were recommended to me. Uh I recently went to a crystal store (gasps) and I was like, and my friend spent like a hundred dollars. Oh my god. Because he was like. I need this crystal. <laughs> I was just like, but it's really helpful for like yeah. small businesses. Like, it's so good, yeah. Because like mom and pa shops, I love supporting small businesses. Yep, yep. And I'm like, I'll do anything. I was like, I don't repost a lot of this stuff because I legitimately don't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, like, and I see everyone reposting. Like, well, we're gonna teach you right now. We'll teach when you we get off there, we'll yeah. teach you. <laughs> I, like, I don't know how to do any of that. And then, um, but yeah, no, TikTok is such a great thing. Yeah. I'm not trying to brag, but I have a following. I have like I need to follow you. What? My, my I, I just so followed Judy. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did the cheat. <laughs> we got to get your TikTok after. I, not trying to brag, but my TikTok's pretty popping. Wow. <laughs> I have the, the, one of my friends that used to work at the gym that I go to, he would always tell me, he goes, I'm going to get to 3,000 followers. I'm going to be better. I'm like, calm down. But now that I, like, his TikTok pops up in my thing. But he's also very good looking. So I think mm. a lot of the, his following are all these girls. I mean, you're good looking too, fast. Yeah, but no. But <laughs> I'll, sh- I'll show you his. And he's very, like, it's like cowboyish. And one thing about me, I love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love country. <laughs> and he has this thing where, like, um, it's a song. It's like, if I gave you my hand, would you take it and make me the happiest man alive? Mm-hmm. But it's abbreviated. So he has that. And as soon as you go to the comments, all these thirsty hoes were like, I'm going to give you my hand. I was like, shut up. And then he always throws that in my face. He goes like, did you see my post? I'm like, you're only getting views because you're good looking. I'm like, my 600 views are because I'm funny. <laughs> I was like, I want to like, get on my level, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, hopefully we'll hop on the TikTok trend soon. Yeah, yeah we, have, we have some yeah. ideas. We have yeah, some it's ideas. Like behind so. the scenes mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, with our photographer Fabi. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like marketing is like what I realistically wanted to do. Would you go back to school to finish that? I'm thinking about it. Like I, re- I really do. Again, y- you see it, Ceci. You see, like I am very like, what are we gonna post? Mm-hmm. How do we get more engagement? Like I thrive off of that like i yeah. love the engagement and the posting and just and i'm like i, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't use hashtags on my posts <laughs> so, and i follow a bunch of like marketing uh like what would you call it like uh influencers yeah. on like tiktok and stuff and that's where i get like my ideas like okay and i follow podcasts and get ideas from them and obviously rearrange it to be our own because mm-hmm. I, I have a little flavor yeah, so it's just marketing. I, I love it. Like, it's just, it it gets my creative side going, you know? Yeah. But, but yeah. That's it for today, guys. Thank you guys for listening. It's very hot in here. I'm ready. So <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you again, Fabi, for coming on and being our guest. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for hearing me get mad at you guys for not having me in the first episode <laughs> or even matching me. <laughs> We're sorry. Oh, I I, what was the first episode it was introducing you guys yeah. like yeah all of my friends pablo steven Rob, my, okay we meant we meant like matt and Derek's close friends yeah yeah and then i was like <clears throat> <laughs> i was at the gym and i was like 
but did did we encourage you to work out more? Uh, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. And then, and then he was like, maybe the next episode they'll call me. Nothing. I was like, okay. <laughs> to be fair, we pre-record a few episodes we at do. a time. Yeah. yeah, no, and I realized like that, and I was so mad about it. I was like, wow, I thought they'd do this weekly. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a little too much for us. Yeah. But anyways, we hope to have you back I again. Love to be back. Yes. yes, definitely. So if you want to follow her on Instagram, we'll have hers. Actually, do you want to say your Instagram? Oh, uh, yeah. It's Fabby, F-A-B-Y underscore H24. She's also looking. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's interested, if anybody's, she's, she's very funny. pretty girl. She she's funny. She's, she's beautiful. She's talented. Thank you. So. She likes country. I know a lot of people don't like that. <laughs> Everybody Actually, has flaws. <laughs> Actually, I really like that song you sent yeah, for, for the Tuesday Tunes. Dude, it's on my playlist. Oh, my God. I cry. I've been crying. She's a country girl now. Yeah. <laughs> that song makes me cry. I fucking love I'm it. I'm going through emotions right now with the guy, and I'm like... <laughs> I'm at the gym, and I'm just crying. Uh, and we'll then, also... Sorry, but we'll also link your TikTok. Oh, oh yeah. So if you could send me all those links, all the links you want in the description, we'll put them in there. My OnlyFans. <laughs> Yeah, anything. We'll put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And if you want to follow us uh, at Two Girls on a Mic, and for me, Judy, it is at Moody Judy on Instagram. <laughs> Do you, have, you don't have an underscore. You have like two Ys or something, don't at you? Moody Judy, at Moody Judy. It'll be in the description. <laughs> yeah, y'all hear it every day. You, you know what it yeah. is. You guys heard the other episodes. Yeah, they get with the program. Yeah, with the same thing. <laughs> Uh, mine is at sassy.nciso. So thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you. Well, you will hear us next week. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. It is hot. <laughs>